Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, November 30th, 5.38 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures up two and a quarter at 671 and three quarters. January soybeans up 12 and a quarter at 1471 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat up six and a quarter at 787 and a half last. March Kansas City wheat up six and three quarters at 893 and three quarters. March spring wheat up two and a quarter at 936 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. Ratings and reviews very much welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. I know I sound terrible this morning, guys. I'm fighting a cold. Doing the best I can here. If you guys would like some additional uh, information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Uh, morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. On Monday, I did a pretty serious content-heavy video regarding the U.S. soybean crush expansion. Yesterday, I had kind of a lighter, uh, more fun video, I I guess we talked about this voice from the tomb story. If you guys haven't heard this story and you're not aware of the dates and, and the whole background, this is kind of an interesting deal. I had some positive feedback on this. I actually had customers ask about this because one of the wheat uh, dates uh, involved in this story occurred earlier this week. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, uh, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. I promise. President Biden has called on Congress to prevent a, a potential a U.S. rail strike. Leaders from both parties lined up behind, Biden, behind uh, Biden's call yesterday, just days before a shutdown could begin. Senate leaders uh, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell from both parties, of course, said yesterday that Congress needs to act soon before the December 9th deadline. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said that her chamber uh, will vote on legislation today that would add paid sick days. Uh, this bill would then quickly be sent to the Senate. Now, quick passage in the Senate could be your problem here, and it could be complicated. There appears to be some opposition from uh, members from both parties, actually, in the Senate. A couple of senators have said that they plan to vote no on any deal that the unions don't support. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh will address Senate Democrats today. So the issue now is not that Congress won't act. Congress is acting. The issue is that maybe they don't get this done in time. And I think that that's probably your issue when it comes to the rail strike. There doesn't seem to be or appear to be any uh, improvement in negotiations between the unions and uh and the rail companies. So uh, that's where we're at right now. We're, we're in the process of, of seeing Congress take some action here. Uh, does it get done quick enough? Uh, that's going to be the question, I think, for the moment. U.S. winter wheat conditions did improve last week. USDA issued a system-delayed crop progress report yesterday. This will be the last crop progress report you'll see this calendar year. They'll resume in April. U.S. winter wheat crop rated 34% good to excellent, up from 32 last week, still way behind the 49% average. We've seen these ratings improve just slightly, but this is the worst rating since 2012 seasonally for the uh, winter wheat crop. So the drought in the Southern Plains in particular has had a big impact. You've got a few states with a good to excellent rating of 25% or below, Texas, Kansas, and Nebraska. You did see some improvement in Colorado and Oklahoma last week. Uh, winter wheat crop 91% emerged nationally versus 87 the week prior, 90 on average. 
Mexico says it is open to a deal in regard to GMO corn imports from the U.S. So yesterday I talked about this a little bit, and it's an ongoing story. It was reported yesterday that the U.S. would consider legal action under the USMCA if Mexico proceeds with its planned ban of GMO corn imports in 2024. Mexico's president said yesterday he's willing to be involved in such a trade dispute if a deal is not reached with the U.S., Mexico's government will reportedly study the health impacts of GMO corn for livestock feed over the next two years. Mexico's president said this, when deciding between health and trade, we opt for health. There are mechanisms to resolve these controversies in the treaty, but we have elements to defend ourselves on why genetically modified corn isn't allowed. Uh, Bloomberg indicates, and this maybe makes sense, Bloomberg indicates that some of this could relate back to a complaint regarding Mexico's energy policy that was filed by the U.S. and Canada, I believe, back in July. So perhaps Mexico is seeking some leverage there. I feel like there's something behind this, and maybe that's it. Maybe that that energy complaint that was filed by the U.S. and Canada <clears throat> I believe under the USMCA in July, maybe that's part of it. it. It sounds to me like they're seeking some sort of leverage here, maybe in regard to that uh, situation. So an ongoing deal, uh, maybe there's some sort of dispute, maybe there isn't, but they've got a couple of years to sort this deal out, I guess. Sales of old crop soybeans in Argentina hit a two-month high on Monday. So Argentina uh, reinstalled this soy dollar exchange uh, rate program, which provides soybean growers with a preferred exchange rate. It's 38% higher than the official exchange rate. So this is meant to incentivize the grower to sell old crop beans, which they had been holding on to as an inflation hedge. And it's working. Uh, they're raising cash for the government. Uh, they're getting some more beans sold. Monday sales were reportedly the highest since October. Uh, so more soybeans out of Argentina, of course, could result in some short-term issues perhaps for U.S. soybean exports. Farmers in Argentina are in the process of planting a drought-delayed soybean crop. They do have some rain in the forecast. Uh, the maps on my screen here are production density and then the weather forecast. So like your key areas, yeah, some of them are going to see rain, but not all of them. A lot of groups, USDA included, have already reduced their Argentina soybean production estimate, and those numbers could come down even more. Just for reference, Argentina is going to grow roughly like a third of what Brazil will grow. So it's not as big of a deal, but still a big deal, especially if it gets bad enough. Fed Chair Jerome Powell will speak later today. He's going to speak at the Brookings Institute, uh, could provide some, some insight into the central bank's thinking in regard to inflation, interest rates, the economy. The Fed is largely expected to raise rates by a half percentage point in December after four consecutive uh, three-quarter point hikes. Traders and analysts watching very closely for any sort of uh, Fed pivot. One analyst said this, this is a Fed-made recession, so eventually, when he does pivot, the equity market should move higher pretty quickly. In addition to Powell's speech, you're going to see data regarding pending home sales in addition to ADP private payrolls data uh, today. Today is first notice day for December grain futures. If you have any remaining open positions there, make sure you take a look. Cattle market was higher yesterday, uh, just marginally. Cash trade pretty much unestablished so far this week. Outside market's fairly quiet. The U.S. dollar's about flat. S&P 500's up 7 points. The Dow's up 20. Gold's up 12. Crude oil up $1.65 at $79.84. A lot of chatter about OPEC and what they're going to do. OPEC Plus meets on Sunday. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you Thursday morning.